Welcome back to the Fast Break, it's episode 80. Before we start with that, I want to shout out Otis, who's moving into our honors bio class on uh, on Monday, so just, just give him a quick shout out. Uh, today we're going to be continuing our redraft series all the way back in 2006 now, and uh, this is the first time Aaron and I are listing players on the list who we haven't heard of, so uh, all this started number 14, I've got Daniel Gibson, uh, I believe his nickname was Booby, and he played with the Cavs and LeBron in 2006 and 2007. All right, I'm going to shout out my number 13 through number 16 picks, which include Daniel Gibson, Tyrese Thomas, Jordan Farmer, and Steve Novak. Uh, Two of the four I've heard of, two of the four I've never heard of, and zero of the four I have anything um, uh, substantial to share about them. So you can share up to your number 12. All right, 13, I've got Randy Foy out of Villanova, and 12, I have Steve Novak. Nothing to share about their game. I never watched either of them. All right. Um, next up here at my number 12, I have Thabo Cephalosha. Um, he was on the Rockets last year. I'm not sure if he's still in the league, um, but he's uh, been a role man for a lot of teams. His career high was 1.7 points per game. Um, that season, he played all 82 games, though, so um, – if a team and the, I mean, he played 60 plus games for eight or nine seasons. So uh, definitely been a role man on a lot of teams, but pretty much end of the bench for all of them. Um, I'm guessing some of these Tyrese Thomas, Daniel Gibson guys will were probably better than them, but are better than him. I've just never really heard of them. And uh, I do know Cephalosha, so. Yeah, uh, he's much higher for me because I can actually like I know what he looks like and I yeah. Before, so, um, eleven for me is Jordan Farmer, another guy I know nothing about. All right, um, uh, ten and eleven for me are Randy Foy and Ronnie Brewer. Uh, know nothing about them. All right, into my top ten now with players I have heard of. So ten is Ronnie Brewer for me. Uh, I think I played with him in two K sixteen. I believe he played played most of his career on the West, possibly for the Spurs, but I'm not sure about that. All right, um, moving on to my number nine, I have Andrea Bargnani, a former uh, number one pick, I believe. Um, definitely seems like he was a bust. Um, I, he's probably been on some of those like top 10 bust pages uh, because here I'm looking at his stats. I guess he had a couple decent seasons. Oh, definitely not a bust. All right, he was a solid NBA player. Retired in 1516 and is now in Spain. So I guess I just assumed the worst of him, but he had a couple close to 20 point games or 20 point per game uh, seasons there. He's garbage. He's dog water. He's, he's not very good. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bust. He does, he belongs nowhere near this list. Like he had some of the lowest basketball IQ. There were games he was in the Knicks late in his career where they were up late in the game. Shot clock was off and he would take threes. So, this wasn't a great player. He, he's off my list. So nine for me is established. So he was off your list, but I sorry, I had to leave for a second. You said Bargnani's off your list. Yeah, he was garbage. Okay, well he averaged twenty one points a game one year. His career points per game were 11, 10, 15, 17, 21, 20, 12, 13, 14. Cephalosha never averaged more than two points per game. Well, Cephalosha <laughs> won NBA title, I believe. <laughs> So, um, all right. Sorry, I had to answer the door there. All right, number eight, I have P.J. Tucker, um, a player. I think my top eight, I can actually say substantial things about them. Uh, P.J. Tucker, player we've all heard of, great player. 
Um, he was really uh, big with those Rockets team, really big part of those teams, had to play center last year. Uh, solid role man on a lot of – or I don't know if he's been on a lot of teams, but solid role man for the Rockets. Yep, six foot five center, corner three specialist, big sneaker head. That's kind of my notes about P.J. Tucker. I believe he owns like 30,000-plus sneakers, which is insane, but – uh, he's also my number eight spot. So I'm guessing we'll have the same guys in the top eight. Yeah, I assume so. All right, number seven for me is Rudy Gay. Uh, I'm noticing a lot of guys on this list have played for the Spurs, and he has lately. He's been a solid guy uh, throughout his career. I think he's, he's had a few seasons upward of 15-plus points a game. So I, I enjoy watching him play. He's a very solid player. Yep, I uh, have him one higher. And in number seven, I have Brandon Roy, a player who – I actually don't know too much about, but he only played five and a half seasons, but made three all-star games. Do you know uh, much about his career and what happened there? Because I feel like um, something really dramatic had to have happened for him to retire so early. I don't remember if it was injuries or if he had drug issues, but I think for some reason his career got ended abruptly. But um, he was really good. I've kind of watched some highlights, never got to watch him live, but I think he made the All-NBA third team once or twice, like you mentioned, multiple All-Star teams. And I think he's one of only two or three guys in this class to make an All-NBA and an All-Star team. So he's much higher for me. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just um, such a short career, and I don't really um, know too much about him. I'm checking his Wikipedia page real quick. Um, his knees had to – he claimed his knees had degenerated so much, and he lacked cartilage between the bones of both knees. Looks like it was definitely some injury issues, but um, yeah, he, I mean, he was a really good player for, I don't know, three or four years there. Uh, number six, I have Rudy Gay, player you've already mentioned. All right, six, I have J.J. Redick. I uh, had Duke, very good player, still still a uh, very good player. I believe the Pelicans this year, three-point specialist, great shooter, uh, possibly one of the best shooters in NBA history, and the guys that have above him, I think it's been more solid, uh, well-rounded players than, than Redick has been. Uh, yeah, Reddick's obviously known as a great shooter, and um, yeah, I have him at five, so I'll talk about him some here. He's actually had a bit of an off year. He didn't start off great, but throughout um, throughout his career, obviously, all these players are kind of older players. They're getting to some of the definitely like veterans, uh, long long time players in the league. Um, he he's led the league in three point percentage a couple years, I think. Um, he had forty seven percent three point in 15-16, and the lowest he's ever had is this year at 36, which is um, definitely an off year for him. But throughout his career, uh, he's never been a bad player. He's always been a very consistent role player. So I have him here at five. Yep, I've got Rajon Rondo at five out of Kentucky. Hmm. Um, Multi-time NBA champion. Um, just I'm not even sure if he's been an all-star before, maybe once or twice, never been an NBA player. Um, just at times in his career, there have been down stretches for three or four years probably between 13, 14, and 17, 18, where he wasn't a great player. And then at the beginning of his career, he was really good with the Celtics. And then lately uh, with the, the Lakers, he was really good. So just a little bit up and down, inconsistent, but definitely a top five player in this class. Yep. Number four for me, I have Paul Millsap, who was a four-time All-Star um, with those Hawks teams who um, had a lot of talent but just could never get it done. Very consistent player, haven't has an average – Less than 10 points per game since 2007. Um, very, very good player for a good stretch there. And then, okay, so he had, yeah, six, seven years with Utah, four years with Atlanta, all all-star, and then four years with Denver. He's only been with three teams and with 
each of those teams, he's been really good. Yep, signed a huge contract with Denver a few years ago and probably a little overpaid, but definitely a valuable uh, part to that team. Four for me is Brandon Roy. already spoke about quite a bit, so we'll just move on to uh, number three for you. All right, number three for me, I have Rajon Rondo, who I'm um, just putting him here because uh, he was a four-time All-Star, three-time assist leader, two-time NBA champ, uh, one-time steal champ, All-NBA 2011-12, four-time All-Defensive. I mean, there's so many statistics for him. And, oh, man, when I'm looking at these – quick side note – when I'm looking at these basketball references page, um, the nicknames always get me. Apparently, one of his nicknames is the Yoga Instructor. Uh, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to have one of those like episodes where I just like give you a nickname and you have to guess what player it is because some of these are just insane. Um, anyways, yeah, Rondo's he's been hurt a lot this year. Um, he's only played 17 games of the probably 35-ish his team's had. Um, only averaging four points, but uh, yeah, I mean, those stats I read at the beginning, four-time All-Star, All-NBA, assist and steal leader um, multiple times, so re- really great player. Yeah, I didn't realize he had that many accolades to his name um, throughout his career, but uh, yeah, l- looking back, probably could have him ahead of Brendan Roy or Paul Millsap, but uh, my number three is Paul Millsap. Uh, like you mentioned, had a very solid career, never averaged below 10 points since his rookie year. Um, his Hawks is definitely his best days, and he was arguably the best player on that team above Al Horford. So he's had a great career. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we both now have Kyle Lowry and LaMarcus Aldridge in our one and two. Um, I personally, I had Kyle Lowry second. Um, they've both been really great players, but um, Aldridge, I mean, he's been a seven-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, just a, a great, great career. Um, spent first half of his career with the Trailblazers, like eight years there, then the last uh, six or seven years, I guess that doesn't add up. Uh, the last whatever years, he's been with the Spurs and uh, two-time All-Star with the Spurs, three-time All-Star with the Spurs, four-time All-Star with the Blazers. And, um, I mean, he's been averaging close to 20 points per game his whole career other than his rookie year. So um, just a really, really good player. Kyle Lowry, also very good. He's actually in trade rumors right now. I probably mentioned something about him in our recap episode, but uh Aldridge just has a slight edge over him Lowry uh kind of one of those players who um was kind of on a bench on a lot of teams I believe he was with Houston for the first half of his career I'll check that real quick uh yes he was for four or five years there and then all of a sudden he got to Toronto eight years into his career and was an all-star for six years there so um just really crazy how he made that jump midway through his career. It's something you see few players do just all of a sudden um, jump out like that. But he's definitely had a career um, that is very good and would be um, top of pretty much any of these draft classes. But Aldridge just has a slight edge for, over him for me. Yeah, but Aldridge is also my number one. Um, Kyle Harris is probably the better leader, more vocal player. But uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, and without a doubt, in my opinion, is more, the more talented player, one of the best mid-range shooters we've ever seen probably probably the best touch of any big man in the last 30 years in the NBA um yeah like I mentioned averaged over 20 points a game in his career seven time all-star his accolades are probably the best uh he's lacking the NBA championship that Lowry has but I just think Marcus Aldridge is the is the better player yeah I completely agree agree with you all right I think that's all we got for today only three more redrafts until we end this series and start a new one so thanks for listening we'll see you tomorrow